Troops, good night, good evening, and hello. Uh, I'm joined tonight on the podcast by the man behind Vogue, veteran-owned UK, Scott. How are you doing, brother? How's things? All good, thanks, John. Thanks for having me on, man. Oh, no, it's a pleasure. Um, let's just go straight into it. Uh, Vogue is a great idea, uh, and potentially in the future will be massive. Where's the idea come from, and where would you like to see it go? I'd uh, I'd love to say it was my own idea and I came up with it in the uh, in the <laughs> middle of the night or or whatever. But uh, the tr- the truth is, it's an American thing. So right. um, July 2017, I was looking on the internet as you do, and uh, came across an American website uh, called VeteranOwnedBusinesses.com. Okay. And on there at the time, there was about 28,000 veteran-owned businesses. Wow! Um, so you could search through, you name it there was somebody or lots of people on there doing whatever the thing was. So I thought, what a great idea. If I need to buy a product or um, pay for somebody to do some kind of service, I'd like to keep that money in my peer group in veterans. So I had a look on um, google.co.uk then uh, to try and find a British version. And there was nothing out there. So typical squaddy mentality went on the uh, domain uh, registration website, bought the domains, set up a Facebook page, a Twitter account, an Instagram account, and that was it. July 21st, 2017, the start of Veteran Owned UK. Wow. Um, obviously, the very short period of time I've been involved, I can quickly see how well it's taken to, and in that sort of squaddy military mentality, uh, everyone is sort of pulling in the right direction. Uh, where would you like to sort of see it go to? What what's the what's the grand plan? Well, I mean, the end the end goal, if you like, or the um, the five year plan, as typical business fashion. Yeah. Um, I want to see it the same size as Checkertrade. Wow, you know, yeah, that's what I'm modelling myself on. And if if anybody ever thinks about um, they need a tradesman, Checkertrade is the go to thing. You know, mm-hmm. they, they sponsor a huge amount of sports and all TV adverts and everything. And people instantly recognize that name. And that's the goal for Veteran Owned UK. I want it to be a household name. When somebody thinks, I need, I need a product or I need to get a, a plumber, an electrician, a coach, whatever it might be, who am I going to use? I don't know somebody personally who's doing that. I want the first website that they look on to be Veteran Owned UK. You know, and it isn't for, for people to to feel sorry for us, you know, yeah. uh, as veterans. And a lot of people think, oh, you know, they, they've had a hard time and whatever it might be. And that's related to the press. So yeah. the majority of press that we see that concerns veterans is on the negative context. So it's to do with physical injury or mental health or homelessness or substance misuse or whatever it might be. But there's so much positivity out there from veterans and, you know, yeah. doing good things, whether it be in in employment, you know, there's huge campaigns going on uh, for employing veterans because the people realize what good work they do and, and the work ethic that they've got, um, whether it be in community, in sports, whatever it might be. So there's lots of positive media out there, but it just gets shunned and shied away from. So I want Veteran Owned UK to be like a positive light. And when people think about getting somebody in to do a job, they should be going to Veteran Owned UK and using it. So, obviously, you uh, thought of this idea from seeing it from America. 
He came back and implemented it. Are yeah. you running this alongside a normal job or has this now become your job or do you want it to become your job in the future? No, I've, so I've still got a day job. Um, okay. And in reality, I probably put about 60, 70 hours a week in on top of my day job running veteran-owned UK. Wow. So it takes takes a lot of time through the website side of things, through the contact that people are sending in. So the benefit of um, how Veteran-Owned UK is run at the minute is it's social hours. So because everything we do is on social media, it tends to be outside of the normal working day anyway. So people get back from being in work, whether that's running their own business as a veteran who owns a business or if they've got a, a side job like a lot of us do, yeah. Whatever it might be, they get back from uh, from from that at the end of the day. Then they go on social media. So there's a um, there's there's a good overlap, if you like, between the two jobs because one is in the middle of the day, and then the other yeah. one is kind of five p.m. till eleven p.m., twelve p.m., whatever it might be. Yeah, something um, that you touched on there is this whole um, thing of entitlement and people to feel sorry for people and and. I, as a veteran-owned business myself, I certainly don't want anyone to feel like uh, oh, I'm entitled because I was in the army or anything like that. Um, and all the people who I know who, who I've met through your, your organization, all, have, all seem to have the same opinion. And um, I think it's what you're putting out there, your positivity and your social media, is when people see it who are veteran, or, like, who are veteran businesses, I think it's instantly drawn to you. And, you know, I... I have met lots of people who are now veteran-owned and where it's going in the future, I think, and, and, and I don't even think it's going to take you five years. I think within the next sort of year and a half, two years, like veteran-owned will be massive. Um, and I just wonder how long before the MOD, or if they haven't already, and I just don't know, will sort of approach it and say, uh, I think there's a tie in here with a resettlement process. What's your sort of take on that? So I think to, to to break it into two halves, I guess, and so the the entitlement portion of it, mm. I think there there is an aspect of that out there with with people thinking, yeah. I served my country, however long it might be, and it generally tends to be the people who served the shorter time yeah. think that they're entitled to something because of what they've done. Mm-hmm. But I think the the majority of veteran-owned businesses have realised that that isn't a thing. You know, and nobody in reality in Civvy Street, once you've got out of the military and yeah. you get into Civvy Street, nobody gives a shit what you've done. <laughs> nobody cares how fast you can run a BFT in or, you know, what, what you can score an APFT. <laughs> it just isn't a thing for anybody, you know, and, and you could be a private or a lieutenant colonel, whatever, or anything in between. And it doesn't mean anything to anybody in Civvy Street. Yeah. So if somebody thinks they're entitled to something, they're going to learn the hard way. That, that that just isn't true, you know, and, and people don't generally don't care what you've done in the military. Lots of people are grateful that you were in the military yeah. and, and that that can be a positive thing for, for people, but it doesn't get you in this country. Certainly it doesn't get you through a door, mm. you know, it doesn't get you into an interview. Some companies are starting to do that now, but it's, mm. it's a completely different culture to what's in the U S for example, to the UK. Yeah. I, I've certainly found I have to cool I have to cool it down a little well before I started my own thing I, I certainly was a little bit too sort of like in your face like 
a little bit too. I took my sort of, I seem to spend all of my army career time, like when people used to call me corporal from outside the artillery, I'd spend all my time saying, yeah, corporal's a punishment fella. And, uh, bomb <laughs> and then, yes, Bob. <laughs> yeah. And now, and now when I'm out and people say, what do you do? I'll say, oh, I was a bombardier. And they went, oh, what's that like? And I'll be like, it's like a corporal. <laughs> and it's like, it's almost like it's <laughs> Yeah, I've certainly had to tone that back because obviously I still have a day job. Um, yeah, it's, 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 it's a funny one. And what you sort of, in that two-part question, would you like to see sort of magazines like Pathfinder and Civvy Street? If you haven't already, have you had any sort of tie-ins with them? Because... Just look at the experience in in that hub of veteran-owned. There's so much anyone can huge do. huge amount of experience. You know, we, we've we've got everything from guys, particularly in the group. So in in the closed group for um, for veterans serving members of the armed forces or spouses of either or um, mm. who either want to start a business or have a business or are self-employed. We've got the the closed group, haven't we? So yeah. within that group, there's experience from somebody who has an idea in their head and they think, I want to start a business. I've got no clue what to do. Should I be a limited company? Should I be a charity? Should I be a sole trader? So there's guys from uh, guys and girls from the very bottom day one, week one, if you like. Yeah. Right the way up to people who are running. There's, there's, I can probably think of three members of the group whose businesses are turning over double digits millions per year wow so um you know there's, there's people in there who started big tech companies sold them on moved on started another one sold them on and moved on so there's there's everything the same as in civvy street there's every single level of experience in there now um going back to your question about with uh kind of partnering with people, I guess, and, you know, yeah. uh, like a, of Pathfinder magazines and um, the the different online magazines that are out there, the, the Veteran, for example, and the Sandbag Times and things. You know, we, we've, we've been in them um, and we, we try and put stories out there and things um, about us. But one of the things that we try and do regularly is pass details of other people doing good things onto yeah. those guys and get those stories put out there. Yeah. So there's, there's, there's kind of a two-sided coin for us in, in terms of awareness. So there's awareness of us. So the yeah. public becomes aware that we're out there and is able to come and use us. But also yeah. then, you know, if, if somebody's doing something, I'll try and use my connections to try and get them in, get them some limelight somewhere because that's kind of our driving mission, if you like, is to, is to get more exposure for veteran-owned businesses to the public so they can sell more, do more, whatever it is, because we've all got the same mission, everybody in, in veteran-owned UK. We've all got the same mission in terms of we want to see how businesses succeed. Now, we could be in different businesses, but that's the end goal, isn't it, success? Well, I mean, since I'm sort of uh, – I always say if I get a post out before Scott Johnson on a morning, I'm doing well, because you are <laughs> – you are, Mr. Like, <laughs> You are Mr. Five Past Five, aren't you? Do you know what I mean? You are. Yeah, I don't. Uh, I don't sleep a, a great deal. If I get six hours a night, I'm yeah. uh, I'm I'm doing all right. So uh, six yeah. hours is good, man. You can take over the world on six hours. That's exactly. Um, exactly. <laughs> but sort of where it's made me, because it, you're in a room, you're in a. I like to call it like a warehouse full of absolute what I call killers. It makes you think. 
God, they're like, it makes you look at other people and say, you know what? Their, their website is really good and mine needs improving. And there's nothing wrong with that. If you can handle the green eyed monster and just shelve that to one side and say, do you know what? His social media is, a, is, is excellent. And this is the standard I need to take mine to and, and learn from it. And that's what veteran owned for me does. It makes me look at other people and say, God, that, that's really good. That why am I not doing things like that? And, you've created just like a room of absolute energy and you know I, i'm now working a lot with nadia and, and like i'll sing nadia's praises from the yeah rooftop. i will as well as she's it's who we use as a, our accountant so she's uh you can't fault her one bit no she makes like um she makes she makes you 100 percent accountable she sets mm. me targets targets every single week she's not she's not really Yes, she's my accountant, but she's more than an accountant. Do you know what yeah. I mean? Like she, she knows a lot about business. Now, how would I have met someone like Nadia if it wasn't for your organization? So straight away, you've, it's put me in touch with so many great people. And I always, when I come across veteran-owned businesses that aren't aware of it, I'm like, RV, RV one after this meeting, mate. You need to go and check this out. Yeah. And, and, and you know, it's, it's great. What sort of, um, you as the sort of kingpin, um, what do you want, what do you expect from your book members to be out there sort of being the foot soldiers and pushing the message? I mean, I, th I think I don't see myself as the, the kingpin. <laughs> <laughs> I, I genuinely don't, you know, and I don't even see myself as, as the leader of the community. I'm a member of it. It's, yeah. it, it's more than me. You know, it, it's, that's, that's the beauty of Veteran Old UK in terms of its membership. Every person who's, who's in the group, for example, or outside, some people aren't in the group because they're not on Facebook or whatever. Yeah. But people are out there singing the praises of Veteran Old UK, spreading the word, telling people about what's going on, but also adding value to other people within the group. And you see that on a daily basis, you know. There's just short of 900 people in the group at the minute. And it's pulling about 5,000 interactions a month. You know, it's, it's a really active group for a small membership of people. And people are in there posting videos with help topics. People are in there asking questions. People are in there just sometimes ranting about something, you know, because it's, 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 a, closed, it's a closed group. You can do that without the outside world seeing what's going on. And we're all from a similar background. So you know what goes on in there. You know, as long as you're not giving trade secrets away for something. Yeah. But it, if what goes on in there stays in there and, and no. people put your back. It, you're right there. Um, a lot of things that I, that, that I see, and I wonder, um, you put a lot out on social media. You are like super, super active. Um, and it's something that sometimes I, it, it's a bit of a frustration for me is because people will say to me, Oh, I seen your post. I, I thought it was excellent, and it's like, but well, why didn't you like it or comment on it? Like, I, I, as a business, I need that. My yeah. how algorithms works is it, it popularity needs, needs traction. Yeah, absolutely. And don't just keep it in your mind and think, oh, that was a brilliant post. Um, oh, hang on, me, me, me Sunday dinners on like, and I've seen you sort of say before, not in a ranty way, but like, gents, come on, like, I need you, I, I need. You know, if I'm giving it 110%, I need you to give it 75 or 80. Like, um... yeah. and, and there's, there's two sides of it for, for Veteran on UK. So there's the main page, 
which yeah. is the public page yeah. that you know every every man and his dog can can see, yeah. and then there's the group. So in terms of if you like something, press the like button. It doesn't yeah. cost you anything. It takes yeah. half a second. It's it's meaningless to you, but what it does for that person's business yeah. is exactly what you just said. It gains yeah. them traction. It starts putting them in front of new audiences. Yeah. So I, every every now and again, every month or so, maybe six weeks, I'll put one of those um, images about how you can help a small business for free. Hit yeah. the like button, hit the share button, tell your friends about it. It doesn't cost you anything, but yeah. it starts spreading the word. And, you know, we're, we're all small businesses. We're not corporations that are um, turning over you know, 4.8 billion a year or whatever. We need people to be sharing our content and spreading the word and that's how people grow. But then within the group side of things, Veteran Home UK gets nothing from anybody pressing a like button within the group because it's a closed group. But what it does for the person who's posting it, 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 it encourages them to do some more posting. It, you know, it tells them what I've said there, people have valued. Now, people can come on and comment and say, actually, I disagree with you. And that's yeah. fine as well, because you get in conversation going, as long as people keep you respectful. Yeah. And to be fair to the group, once in probably 18 months the group has been live, I've had to step in and end the conversation. Yeah. Once yeah. in 18 months, you know. And we're talking, you know, hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of posts a month. And it's just such a good professional group of people. People can disagree, have a yeah. debate, and you know, air both sides of it, and and that's just the beauty of it, you know. And if if you if you found it helpful, press the like button. You know, if you disagree with it, comment and say, "Well, actually, mate, I I don't agree with what you're saying. These are the reasons why." Yeah, it's there's nothing wrong with robust debate. There's nothing there's nothing wrong with it because because good can come from it. And um, something that I do a lot is after I do an event or I do something, I always have an a. I always have like an accountability meeting. Now, yeah. Sometimes that's with myself. Yeah. Or I might be with other people that I've run the event with, but you, you'll never learn. You, you, you know, you, you you can't grow. Nothing's ever perfect. Nothing's ever all oh, ten out of ten. Everything's ten. Um, and I, I personally, I've never seen anything descend into chaos. Um, and it is down to the sort of professionalism of the group and. You know, uh, I was, I've just sort of, I've spoke to Mark Thompson the other day. Yeah. Uh, I speak to Mad Dogs all the time. Uh, Rob Dennison, I speak to a lot. Yeah. Um, you know, it's uh, Nadia, yourself, like, it, sort of, we have all sort of surrounded ourselves, you know, we sort of circled the wagons and, you know, I'm, you know, the likes and the comments and the shares, it's, it's, it's always there. You put a, a great thing on the other day about Gary V, and we'll sort of come on to these influencers now. Mm. Um, I listen to a lot of Gary V, um, and I think to be successful in business, and as in life, you need to listen to some people who are really getting sort of after it. Um, who is it that you listen to? I know that you're a big fan of Gary V, but... Is there anybody else who you sort of think, yeah, who regularly is on, on, like, on your podcast who you listen to or you download, who sort of really set you, set you going? Um, I, I listen to a lot of different content, really. So um, from either podcast or audio books I've, I've got quite into now. Um, so podcast-wise um, or, or any type of content, really, from Gary Vee, I, I think his, his honesty and his his drive for social media 
you know, and I just think he's he's ahead of the curve in terms of where we're going um, in business. And I like his honesty with it, you know. So Gary's good. Um, there's a good podcast out there called um, Masters of Scale by Reid Hoffman. Right. So Reid Hoffman is, um, yeah, Reid Hoffman is a, a venture capitalist um, and was involved in the startup of LinkedIn, Airbnb, oh, wow. <laughs> uh, PayPal, all those Facebook he was on the board of. You know, so he's um, very well connected with tech firms and he gets all these guys on who've started those companies as guests on the podcast. You know, you you can't pay for that content. You've yeah. got people who started up 30, 40 billion dollar a year companies and they come in on a podcast and telling you, well, look, these are the things that work for me. These are the things that didn't work. If you can't yeah. take something away from that, even if you're, you know, a, a plumber from... Accrington, yeah. if you can't yeah. take something away from those guys, you, you're not listening hard enough. The, the way I view podcasts like with Gary V, like say you download an hour's worth of Gary V, how much would you have to pay for an hour of Gary V's time? Like, he's he none of us would afford it, exactly. Like, the, the way and I take a lot from him where he says about jab, jab, hook, do you know yeah. what I mean? Give, yeah. give, 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 sell sort of yeah. techniques, and um. And when I hear like sort of some people in business and, you know, it's the old sandbag story. It's the excuses. Oh, well, what it is, is um, it's that and tother. And I'm like, you, you know, you, you're not on, you're not on the same page. Like the, no one's just going to turn up at my door and say, well done, John, you know, you've done a few late nights. Um, there yeah. you go. There, there you go, fella. There's a pot of gold and all the best. Yeah, yeah. Um, you've got to really, you've got to really be hungry. And if you are entrepreneurial, you start with an outdoor business and you say, Do you know what? I'm a bit of a I'm a bit of a gobshite. I love a bit of a chat. Why don't I start a podcast and just be just be necky and yeah. say, Do you want to come on the podcast? Do you want to come on the podcast? And and go that with it, go that way with it. And and I say to people all the time, like, play to your strengths and and, and find out what your USP is and, and just go hard at that. Don't write an average blog because you heard that or oh, you should be blogging. Like People sometimes say, oh, do you do blogs? I'm like, I'm Johnny age five at the best. Do you know what I mean? Like the written, <laughs> the, written, the, written, the written word isn't my strong point. So guess what? I don't really do it that much. Yeah. And if I do do it, um, guess what? I've outsourced it because I've hired a VA and I just send it to her and say, yeah, good luck deciphering that. Here's the back code book. <laughs> Let me know when it's done. Um, that's a good point, actually. I listened to a good thing uh, the other day there a webinar about outsourcing what's your take on um outsourcing your weaknesses have you ever done it have you ever gone do you know what i'm tonk at that give it to someone who's really good i, I i'm a huge believer in it right <laughs> yes Generally, because i'm not naive enough or stupid enough to think i'm good at everything yeah so i'm good at some things i'm dog toffee at others and in the early days in business, I got to put six different hats on and I got to yeah. be everything from the marketing manager, the managing director, the janitor and everything in between. But mm. once you get to the point that things start picking up to keep your business going in terms of momentum going forward, you need to be doing what you do best. Yeah. You know, and um, as there's, there's a good clip on, LinkedIn going around at the minute from a guy called Julian Hearn. So Julian right. started Huel. Have you heard of the, yeah. um, the drink Huel? Yeah. 
So uh, Julian started Hewell four years ago with about 1,500 quid in his pocket and had this idea, this is the business um, I want to do, um, a meal replacement in terms of not yeah. a diet or a high protein. Yeah. You don't need to chew food, you can drink it. So yeah. this is what I'm going to do. Nice and cheap. And, you know, if, if you're working in the city in London, you ain't playing 14 quid for um, a rubbish pub meal. You can, yeah. you can have a drink that gets you good, clean calories, all yeah. your nutrients for whatever it works out, a quid 45 or whatever. Now, Julian's on target this year. So in his fourth year of business to turn over 45 million. So Julian's video going around on LinkedIn in the minute is about how he stepped down as the CEO of Hewell. Wow. As the founder of Hewell, within about two years of being in business, he had the foresight and the lack of ego, because that's what's the biggest killer of a lot of people in business is their ego. I've got to be the CEO. I founded this. I want that, you know, those three letters on my business card. Who cares? I just want to have a successful business. If I'm running it, great. If not, if somebody else is better than me at that, put them in place. And he stepped away. Uh, and he put a guy in there, um, I think his name is James McMasters, right. put him in and said, you're the CEO. You're well, better at doing that. And he, he changed, and he, he went over to a different role. you know. And it's just seen that business triple its turnover year on year. And you, I think it's a key thing in business, particularly in startups, You know, when you've got to be everything. Once you start getting yeah. enough momentum and you want to keep that momentum going, if you're wasting your time trawling through emails, and, you know, posting out leaflets or whatever. Not that that's a great way to do it. It's got its benefits. Yeah, I, I, you know I, I know. I know what you're saying. Yeah, I know what you're saying. Like, but if you're still doing that stuff and you can afford not to be doing, you're yeah. wasting your time because that's what you need to think of your resources yeah. in terms of. Not money, it's time. What else yeah. can I be doing with these three hours yeah. that I've just wasted on trawling through a database? Yeah, no, like absolutely. And, and, and I touched on it there. I'm poor, the written word, but a lot of my stuff is written. So when I sort of um, pitch events at sort of charities, organizations, um, AE, Cummins, et cetera, yeah. it, can't, it can't be in pidgin English because it, it will not get me through the front door. It's yeah. as simple as that. Yeah. So do I think, oh, like I've, I've hired a VA and guess what? She's, she's ex, uh, I think she's ex-army, she told me. Um, and I just sent file share of the stuff. About five hours later, it comes back. Um, uh, better Perfect. written, better, better words used, yep. uh, more business-wise. Uh, and it's like, right, so her, her time has cost me an hour, right? Yep. You know, that might win me the job. Exactly. It, it's 25 quid well spent. Like, I, I don't understand some people when they say, Ooh, that's a bit spicy, isn't it? 25 quid. I'm like, yeah, but if it gets you, if it gets you, if you think spending 25 quid is a lot of money, wait until you get into the big game. Yeah, because... you're, in, you're in the wrong business. If you think spending 25 yeah. quid is a lot of money, go, go yeah. be an employee, go work for somebody yeah. because it, you're not that looking at return on investment. So if, if somebody came to, imagine it this way. If somebody came to you and said, you give me a thousand pound and I, I will give you £10,000 tomorrow. Would you do Real. it? You'd snap their hand off at it, wouldn't you? Exactly. Yeah. But Real. people don't look at it in terms of business with what's my return on investment. Now, as with most things in business, it's a gamble. So, you know, if you've got your data and your figures and you've done your homework on it, the odds 
are massively weighted in your favour. Now, something yeah. could go wrong and you might not win it. Somebody else could be better, whatever it might be. That's but if, if game, you don't put the effort in and normally some kind of money is skin in the game, as you call it, you know? Skin in the game, yeah. Exactly. You, you've got to have some skin in the game. And if you, if you think £25 is expensive in business, or you, if yeah. your business can't, I'll be honest about it, if your business can't afford £25, you're not yeah. going to be in business much longer. No. Nah, you know, because that, that's, that's a box of paper these days. You yeah. know, you've, you've, got to, you've, got to be, you've got to be on it. And if spending that money, A does something better for you. So like you were talking about, that that person is better at writing things, yeah. then, then that's better than you. That's a benefit. If benefit, that, yeah. the other option B is if outsourcing whatever it might be to somebody else and they do three hours worth of trolling through data in a database yeah. and, you know, ticking boxes and putting dot coms at the end of um, email addresses or whatever it might be. But you can be out there selling to somebody for three hours You've exactly. brought in four new jobs in three hours. Yeah. That's turned you over 500 quid in revenue for the sake of £75 in VA's terms. In the time that she was um, spell-checking and grammar and doing all that stuff, I, I was messaging people saying, uh, this is running in a few weeks' time. Where, where are you at? What can I do for you? You don't have to pay in a one We can set up a payment plan, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. And, and again... And it's the same with Nadia. Her fee makes me accountable every month where I think I can't afford just to sit here and eat Cheetos in my underpants. Like, I need to be out there getting after it because there's people out there who want to go out and have a robust adventure. Yeah, exactly. And it's not for them to, it's not for them to come to me. It's for me to kick their front door in and say, oh, fella, get your boots on. We're going now. And yeah, nobody's going to get up in the morning and they say, I know what I'm going to do today. I'm going to yeah. give John a ring and I'm yeah. going to get John to uh, beast me around yeah. for uh, yeah. six hours. The, I wonder how do doing that. I've never met. No, you're right. <laughs> you know, you've got to be out there banging on the door saying, hey, I know what you want this weekend. You want to yeah. be following me up this hill? Yeah. Get in front of me, all the best with it. You know, yeah. and, and people are all over that then. So, yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, in, in terms of outsourcing and things, so Tim yeah. Ferriss wrote a good book on uh, based around that, really, called The 4-Hour Work Week. So, yeah, Tim, so, yeah. You know, it, exactly the same type of thing. Be good at what, or firstly, understand and realize what you are good at and what you're not good at. And it's fine to not be good at things. Once yeah. you know what you're good at, and put them on a whiteboard if you want, things I'm good at, things I'm shit at. Yeah. And then the things you're shit at, start finding people who are good at it. Yeah, and you know, in this day and age, it's so much easier now to be in business in 2019 than it was in 2009 or you know 1999. Virtual assistants—they'll charge you 25, 30 quid an hour, yeah. and you will reap the benefits from it. Yeah, you know, you can have people working remotely on things. You and I, you know, we yeah, having a conversation over the internet from two ends of the country. Exactly, you know, it's it's so much easier because of technology. And if, if if you can't use that to your advantage, you're going to suffer for it. It's going to be painful. And, and I'm not saying you won't succeed because people yeah. do, but it's going to hurt. It's going to be painful and you're going to drag along the way. What, what you said there about, um, and Gary V again, Gary V, <laughs> I seem to talk about Gary V in every single podcast. I'm going to have to get him <laughs> on the podcast. But um, he said there's always someone, it's, it, was all, it was always harder in the 70s. It's always harder in the 80s, but people still, 
made big business in them yeah, yeah. times. He's like, exactly. he's like, literally now, have you got a smartphone and an idea? Yes. Welcome to the empire. He's exactly. Like, it's down to you to sort of, um, to sort of put that in there. And uh, every empire from, from Genghis Khan to the Romans has had things they've had to overcome. Um, and it's no different from like an entrepreneur thinking. And I think the problem is, Scott, is people want to live the lifestyle straight away. They want a big flash car. They want to, you know, swan around on four hours a day. And, you know, but that, that isn't a lifestyle. Do you know, I've set myself a target this year is I've got a functional website. But what I want is I want a three and a half, four grand website, which is absolute gangster, which does loads of work behind the scenes for me. Yeah. Um, Google ad, do you know what I mean? That yeah. really yeah. draws people in. But yeah. at, the, at the moment, it, it isn't, oh, I want to go and have a flash holiday for four grand. It's like, I want a four grand because I want an oh, super awesome website. Andy Mills, get ready. Um, do you know what I mean? Like it's, <laughs> I mean, and, and that's, that's the difference, mate, between what I think is, or what will be a successful entrepreneur yourself. You're willing yeah. to sacrifice to someone who has a bright idea and you, you pinched my word just now when I had it made, you could see me. <laughs> Everybody wants to be a gangster until it comes to doing gangster things. And <laughs> yeah. they, they want the lifestyle of owning a big business but they're yeah. just willing to put the work in for it. Nah. And people, people think, you know, and they see people on the internet. Um, I, I'll go back to Gary V about uh, a post he did this week about social media celebrities compared to yeah. real life celebrities, you know, and he was talking about um, Logan Paul, you know, and yeah. how much money Logan Paul and whatever his brother's name was, um, how much money they make in yeah. terms of put them up against Brad Pitt, Angelina Jolie, and whoever from an A-lister, they're yeah. making 10 times more money. They don't sign yeah. movies, so they're not getting paid for being the movies, but yeah. for what they're making for the celebrity status. And yeah. these guys come off of YouTube and Instagram. Yeah. <laughs> you know, they're, they're, they're just phenomenons that come from nowhere. But people think they've done it. I can do better than that. Yeah. They're not willing, or they probably don't see the hours and hours and hours those guys put in behind the scenes, yeah. you know, thinking about, they, they, they're doing videos daily, you yeah. know, and it's an hour video. You ain't making that hour video in an hour for one. No, you know, they got all the prep. They, they're probably thinking two weeks ahead of what's going on the show next. So, you know, planning out all the show, who's doing the filming, what do we need? What are we going to buy? Where's it going to be? You know, it's, it's work. It's hours and hours and hours of work. I, I don't, you know, I, I think as like being 35, I'm sort of not late to the Instagram social media party. You're never 35. Say, yeah, yeah. No, I'm looking 55. Well, <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, but I see people who are doing really well on Instagram and that, and where other people hate on them and go, oh, yeah, that guy. I just think, fair play. Do you know what I mean? They're using... They're using the tools that's been given to them to, to cut the way through, 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 do you know what I mean? And they're getting big followings. And if big followings is your thing, do you know what I mean? Then, then, then if that's what drives you. But um, for me, um, being authentic and being accountable is, is two that's, for me, they're the two most uh, important things. Yeah. And um, sort of 
on LinkedIn, like I think uh, LinkedIn is great and I'm definitely trying to sort of be a bit more consistent on it. Like at least one post a day and then I'm sort of looking at people, trying to speak to people. Um, LinkedIn for you, is that uh, what out of the three platforms, I only say you on three, I don't know if you're on others, but which platform is, is, is the one for you where you think this is where we're really making it happen? What's... So we're on four platforms essentially. So Facebook, yeah. Twitter, Instagram, in the social media, the the yeah. the, the well, social, I guess it's a key word in it. But then LinkedIn should be called professional media for me. Yeah, so okay. um, you know, it, it's it's a social media platform, but it's more on the professional side of the house. So we're on, we're on all four. So the the three social ones: Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Yeah. The accounts are veteran owned UK. Yeah. On LinkedIn, I'm on my personal account, Scott Johnson. Yeah. Yeah. Now, there, there is a business account on there, a company page, as they call them. Um, but LinkedIn doesn't tend to work like that because, like you just said, it's all about the interaction. So, what you're saying, who you're commenting on, who you're engaging yeah. with, you know, and, and it isn't a. Um, uh, a magic portion out there with LinkedIn. You can't just go on and say, right, I want to speak to so-and-so and you'll get yeah. there. You might be lucky, you know, and yeah. I've got, I've got some huge connections from, um, from business, from, uh, I've got the chief marketing officer for Microsoft, you know, as a connection wow, and wow. things like that. So there's some wow. huge connections on there, um, but you've got to put the work in. You've got to speak to people. You've got to engage with people. People, as with most things in business, people buy from people. And yeah. if you put the effort in and the time in and engage with people and, you know, when they, when they write something, if uh, going back to what we were saying earlier, if you think it's good, press the like button, you know, yeah. say really like what you said today. Thanks very much for sharing. You know, it's, yeah, it's you, basic, simple. If you wouldn't walk down the street and somebody was talking to you and just ignore them, wouldn't you? You'd say yeah. something back. So why, why never, don't people do it on social media? I don't know. It's absolutely crazy. Never ever this is like a golden rule which i think a lot of people are data well if you're smart you're data to it never ever leave an engagement open always reply if it's at an emoji yeah. or it's or it's a comment or it's your generic go-to comment but never ever and it's what you've just said there if someone said to you hey mate how are you doing and you just looked at them and walked on they'd be like who's that guy exactly it's the same thing like don't believe your own hype um you know be yourself and be nice and sort of one thing that I do on LinkedIn and, and you're right there about making it personal is if someone sends me a connection request, I will reply with a voice note and the amount of people who have come back to me and said, wow, I've never had a voice note before. That's brilliant. Now for that brief moment, they've gone, who is this guy? What yeah. does he do? Yeah. And it's Bosh. And, and, and somewhere down the line, someone's going to go, Oh, he's a, he's an outdoor leader. He has an adventure company. Guess what? We've been after doing, in the Yorkshire Three Peaks for years, this could be the guy. And yeah. all because you took a moment of your time to say, hiya, Paul, um, thanks very much for the connection message. Look forward to seeing what you're all about. Have a great day. Bosh, three seconds of your time, and that might just land you a repeat contract year after year. You never know. Yeah, and it, you know, it goes back to what we were saying earlier in terms of how can people help small businesses. How can you help yourself as a small business? Yeah, that yeah. costs you nothing. It yeah. takes three seconds of your time, but and you're hundred percent right in what you're saying, John. That person normally just gets accept request, whatever it might yeah. be. That person is now thought, hang on, 
let's let's listen to what this guy's all about and he's actually taking the time to reply to me. Maybe I should have a little bit more of a, a look yeah. into what he's doing and things, you know. Yeah. If that's what he's putting effort into in terms of accepting a LinkedIn message, yeah. how much effort is he going to put into other things that's important? Yeah. Imagine if we were paying him. Yeah. Imagine the customer service he's going to give us then, the effort he's going to put in. And yeah, it's little no. things like that, you know, small yeah. small uh, gesture, big impact from it. So it's... Uh, I think I think going going back to your, the start of your question in terms of the social media platforms, I think LinkedIn is is undervalued um, oh, in, in terms of the professional side of um, the house. And you know, if if you're an entrepreneur and a business owner, if you aren't using LinkedIn, you're genuinely missing a trick. You know, oh. it's where you can connect. You you can connect to Richard Branson on LinkedIn. <laughs> He runs his own LinkedIn account. The other yeah. social media accounts, Facebook, Twitter, and, Link- and Instagram, yeah. that's not him. That's a social media manager. He runs yeah. his own LinkedIn account because that's him. That's his professional image to yeah. the world. Yeah. So you can get on there and you can comment to things. And he'll reply sometimes to people just purely based on comments if somebody goes on there, you know, and, and all these type of people. And you can, you can, you can connect to the people you want to connect with. You can search them out as a business you know, send them a message with some personal detail in it, as in, hi, yeah. whatever the name is. I've just seen you've wrote this article. Or I'd like to post. Um, I think we might be able to uh, interact somehow in business. I'd like to connect. Any, you know, it, I, I hope that's okay. Any, any chance of it, fella? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, drop, a, drop, drop a fella in that. I was. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Decline. Okay. Decline. Yeah. No, but um, yeah, yeah. No, you, you can you can reach out, and that power wasn't there ten years ago. You you no. you couldn't send a letter to somebody because you just get filtered up by the secretary and put in the bin. Yeah. But these uh, days, you can connect yeah. the heads of huge organisations, whatever it might be. But then on the social side of social media, so Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, you know, they've all got massive uses in terms of business in in whatever you might have in your your um, your funnel to get traffic where you want it to go. So they've all yeah. got different pros and cons. You just got to learn them and use the, the tools. You said it earlier, tools in yeah. the toolbox, you know, and sometimes you need a hammer, sometimes you need a, a screwdriver, sometimes you need a saw. And yeah. you just got to use them differently and use them to uh-huh. your advantage. And it's it's in 10 years – the world will be doing most of its business on social media. Oh, absolutely. And what you're saying there about getting, you know, someone to reply to you, um, I've had the Gary V account reply to me. Now, maybe that was one of his team, but I listened to enough of his podcasts where he says, I sit there on long flights with my phone and I will go through messages and I will reply. So all yeah. I, all, for all I know is I've had the genuine Gary V saying to me, just keep on smashing it, John, you'll get where you want to be. And it's like... I, you... I would say 99.9% certain that that was Gary yeah. replying to that. Because it's, particularly the way he is, Yeah, he's, it, he'd be a huge hypocrite if he was telling people about how, how to interact on social media and then farmed out his LinkedIn account to somebody else. But oh, absolutely. If, if it was Facebook or Twitter or Instagram then I would be 99.9% certain that that was probably a social media manager. Yeah. It's not like that on LinkedIn. It's different, you know, and it's, it's, it's 
it's there for the taking. And, you know, you, you, I, I think both of us can't say enough about Gary Vee in terms of, um, you know, I'm outside what he says. Ha- yeah, I'm outside of his house right now. <laughs> all the, all I did, I did read something about the restraining order in, uh, <laughs> in the newspaper. Yeah, local Dalton man arrested for stalking Gary Vee on all platforms. Um, yeah, that's me. Uh, but no, Scott, we've absolutely fired through this um, and we're going to sort of, start the countdown to finish um, with the five watts. This is becoming a bit of an iconic thing. Um, so I'll just bang straight into it. The first watt. What's the greatest um, piece of advice you've been given? I think it probably ties back into what we said earlier about um, entitlement. Yeah. You've got to work for it. If you want something, you've got to work for it. And if you don't put the effort in, you know the, the, the reward is comparable to the effort. If, if it was easy, everyone would be doing it. So, you know, if, if you want something, you've got to work for it and yeah. um, just just put the effort in and, and you'll get there in the end. No, absolutely. Uh, second what? Um, what's on your bucket list? This is either business or personal. It's up to you. Ooh. Business-wise, I want to do a huge event. Mint. So that's that's kind of my um, uh, or XL London. So yeah. a, a huge business conference exhibition. So okay. I, I want it split over a couple of days with meet the buyer. So all the civvy companies can come in and um, meet veteran-owned businesses and get them awesome. in the supply chain. And then I want huge speakers, um, people like Gary V speaking yeah. at the event. That that's what I want. That's that's my kind of. That's the top of my bucket list business. Man, that is pure fire. Let's let's. That's got to be done. Um, that's class. Yeah, that's that's awesome. Um, let's set a date. <laughs> yeah. Let's get a, let's get some accountability on the on the shelf. Um, <laughs> and about three million pounds to run it. <laughs> well, no no problem. Um, third, what? Um, what's your toughest day? I think it's a roller coaster in entrepreneurialism. I think every day there's there's tough points, and I think you've seen me in the group sometimes yeah. when I get frustrated that people don't see things the same way as I see things, you know. And mm. I've got this vision for Veteran UK and how big it can be for everybody, yeah. uh, and you know, in terms of traffic coming through the websites and businesses being found by Joe Public. Mm who wouldn't have got that business in normal circumstances. and But I can't do it on my own. No. And, you know, that that's probably the lowest point. And it's, it, it happens regularly, yeah. you know. And, and I understand why. People are busy and they've got their own businesses and lives and everything going on. And, yeah. you know, I'm, I'm ingrained in the middle of veteran-owned UK and others ingrained in the middle of their businesses. And I completely get that. But it's just so frustrating for yeah. me when I can see something and where I want it to go in terms of, right, we've got an opportunity to get this post out. You know, can you give, give it a share? Can you give it a like? Can you comment yeah. on it? And I can see where people have read the post. Uh, you know, I know. That within Facebook. It's been oh, no. read by 538 people, four likes, <laughs> one share. Come on. Jeez. You know, Jeez, but it, I'm... I'm 
putting stuff out there for you guys every day. Just yeah. give me a little bit of help with it, you know. Yeah. And that that's probably the low side of being in this business, you know. Yeah. And I I completely get it, and I genuinely do. And you know, very rarely do I have a little mourn about it. But I I have in the past and said, come oh. on, I I can't do this on my own. And and it ties back to what I said earlier. This isn't my community. I'm a member of it. And we've all got to put a little bit of effort into for the collective greater good, you know. I, from, from my bit, I, on it, on all of my posts, I always put hashtag veteran on UK, always. And and from a selfish point of view as well, Scott, and I don't mind saying this, but when it goes massive, and it will, when that hashtag is massive, mm. I'm going to be sitting at the top because I've been doing it for the last, what, year and a half? Yeah, yeah. So, the way it all works is they'll be like, oh, well, who's hashtag this the most? Wow, you're sitting, you're already sitting stacked high, do you know what I mean? And yeah. you, you're right, you, you know, little things make big difference and a lot of little people doing a lot of little things create a big effect. Absolutely, so, absolutely. Um, everyone who's Vogue, stop being Jack and start liking and commenting more. Yeah. <laughs> or Scott will put your windows out. <laughs> <laughs> Remember, I've got everyone's addresses. Yeah. <laughs> Class. Um, Fourth, what, um, what's your happiest day? Um, if you've got kids, obviously it's your kids, but more from a p- yeah, business point. Business-wise, business again, the, the little milestones, because mm. I, I'll be a happy, content man when we've run that big exhibition in uh, the XL, you know, and, and it's Sunday evening and it's gone and Gary V shaking my hand and saying, you know, <laughs> thanks very much. I want to come back next year. But next year, I'm going to do it for free because I want to give back to veterans. Yeah, but you know, don't, and... don't invite John Beamson again because he's been... <laughs> <laughs> the police have to take him away. Yeah. But, you know, those little milestones. And I'm a huge believer in celebrating milestones, you know. And yeah, not, not every day with, you know, I want to get two extra likes on the page today because that's just nah. insurmountable and, you know, meaningless almost. Uh, not meaningless, but uh, such a small um, uh, significance. But, you know, breaking things down and celebrating milestones, and I'm a big believer in that because it keeps your positivity up and uh, your motivation, uh, and that keeps your momentum driving forward and pushes you on to bigger things. So I think, you know, in in terms of when we hit 10,000 views uh, a month through the website, that was a, a pretty good day for me. Um, yeah, I've, uh, seen, I've seen the analytics. It looks, It does look, it's... It's going well. It is going well. And, you know, there's, there's some big stuff in the pipeline um, that'll be getting announced pretty soon. So awesome. that, that, was a, that was a pretty happy day when, when that got confirmed. And you'll, you'll be hearing about that soon. Can't wait. Can't wait. So, you know, it, it's, there's, there's, there's more happy days than negative days, you know. Wow. And I, I can't stress that enough. And, and completely outweighs... You know, 99 happy days compared to the one sad day in this business. Nice. And that's yeah. what keeps me so positive and driving forward with it every day, really. Yeah, you know, it, it generally is, and I can't say it enough, it generally is an awesome community. And like I said, I'm just pleased to be a part of it, you know. And it's it's awesome people doing awesome things. Yeah, I can't it, say that enough. And whenever I, I go anywhere and I tell them about Veteran-Owned UK, I'm not telling them about my business. No, no, I'm no. telling them about everybody else's business because yeah. that's the good stuff that people want to hear. You know, and, and I tell them about how, you know, you replaced that um, yeah, trick yeah. stone on... um and, yeah. you know, guys who um just doing amazing things. And 
I can't sing people's praises enough, and and you know I'm a I'm a pretty happy, positive person yeah. anyway, and I can talk the back end of a donkey. So well, you know, people have got to tell me, yeah. thanks for what, what about your business? What are you doing? What is veteran-owned UK doing? <laughs> you know, that's, and, that's, that's fair enough. Um, final what? Um, what's next? Either for Scott Johnson, the man, or veteran-owned UK as a future. What's what's on the horizon? I know you just said there's something coming up, but you want to keep that to yourself. But yeah, I can't say by that minute. Yeah. Right. Uh, I'm under pain of death for secrecy. <laughs> yeah, uh, right. But um, yeah, there's there's some big things coming up, you know. And growth really is what's next for veteran-owned UK. Yeah. So I've got the uh, the the five-year plan is is to get up to 19,000 members within the directory. Um, there's an estimated 187,000 businesses active today owned by veterans in the uk you know and that'll be from sole traders or non-employing um uh, businesses as they turn by hmrc so the guy who's a plumber on his own and doesn't employ anybody else but you see uh, as a business in the eyes of hmrc right the way up to these big multinational companies that are employing three thousand four thousand people this were founded by veterans so yeah, know, you know there's, there's a huge number of businesses out there so i rounded it up a little bit because my OCD likes round numbers. And then I, I come up with a figure of 10% of, of what's out there. So 19,000 businesses. And yep. and that's what we're going to be about for the next, yeah. for the foreseeable future is just growing it and growing it and pushing it forward and, and gaining that exposure that I talked about for uh, the businesses registered within veteran owned UK. No, that's, that's, that's a, that's epic Scott. And um here we are. We've come to the end, and uh, personally, I just want to say sort of thank you for uh, coming on the show. I think we've had an uh, absolute whirlwind um, <laughs> fifty plus minutes there. And you know, when people listen back to this, just listen to what's been said about business and apply it, and things will start going a bit better. No one's saying it'll just go overnight, but consistency has always been the key to success. Um, and uh, where can people find? yourself and veteran owned UK for those who don't know plug every single link you've got in the world yeah so the 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 main one obviously is the website so www.veteran-owned.uk and that's where the website's at and then on on any social media really so Facebook Twitter Instagram we're veteran owned UK so get out there and you know it's 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 me who runs the accounts. Come and say hello. You're on <laughs> yes. social media. Say, uh, listen, listen to the Eagle podcast, and uh, I couldn't understand the word you were saying with your Welsh accent and John's Northern accent. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have put it through Google Translate, but you know, <laughs> drop us a comment, say hello, and uh, yeah. I'll, I'll I'll chat back. Yeah, I had to use the old backcore key setting book, and uh, <laughs> <laughs> I got it squared away. Scott, thanks very much for coming on the show. I really appreciate your time. Um, thanks for having me, mate. Let's keep on the positivity and uh, thanks very much, mate. Adios. Cheers, John. Cheers.